Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, where we discuss building up your marriage and your net worth. Here's your host, El Martinez. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the premiere episode of the Couple Money Podcast. For those who don't know me, I'm El, and I've been writing at CoupleMoney.com for the past five years. I started Couple Money to have a place where people can talk about not only managing their finances, but also finding a way to work with one another's personality. A lot of the money advice I had read and heard about didn't address how to create a financial system that worked for both of us. Usually the article mentioned one of you is a spender and one of you is a saver. But in real life, it doesn't work out that way. Uh, We're both spenders and savers. It's just on different things. So when I started Couple Money, I shared our take on how we learned to work with one another on our goals. And over the years, readers have shared their own stories and we've learned from one another. And that's what this podcast really is about. It's an extension of that idea. It's about helping the two of you find a financial system that works for both of your styles. We'll be covering a lot of questions and situations that couples deal with, including how do we get out of debt? How can we talk about money without fighting? Finding an easier way to pay your bills. Creating a financial system that works for both of you. And how do you save for big events? such as a house, maybe starting a family, or even a business. Now for today, we're going to be tackling getting out of debt. I'll mention some tips on how we paid off our car loan early, along with how you can create a plan that works for the two of you. And our guest for today, Brian from Debt Discipline, is going to share how he and his wife have managed to pay off almost $100,000 of debt while raising their three kids. He tells me what worked, what didn't, and how they stay motivated during the process. After the interview, I'll mention a few resources that the two of you can use on your own. Why don't we get started on five steps that you two can use to get out of debt faster. This summer, I surveyed couples on my site about their biggest money goals, and paying off debt was one of the top ones on the list. Through our personal experience and hearing from others, I know that there are several different ways that you can tackle this, each with their own pros and cons. To help readers reach their goals, I decided to do a series, and I looked at the different methods, and I tried to see if there were certain principles that were useful in helping couples get on the same page and get out of debt faster. I found five steps that you two can take to increase your chances of success. They are, know exactly how much debt you're in. Review the debt methods together as a couple. Choose the method that is easiest to keep, not necessarily the fastest. Build up your debt payments step by step. And then finally, make your payments automatic. I go into great detail with each of the steps on the site, but I just want to share some of the highlights right here. Know how deep your debt is. For some couples, this is probably the most stressful part of the process, but it's essential. You have to know the exact number if you want to dig out of debt. This step involves getting all the numbers in front of you. For some couples, that's pretty easy. Maybe they have one or two debts they want to pay off. But if you have several debts, or if you have a huge amount that you haven't been keeping track of, it can be especially difficult. I recommend going ahead 
and using an online tool to streamline the process so that you can not only get the numbers now, but you can keep track of them later. Once you have the number in front of you, it's time to start talking. One of the best ways to get a handle of your debt is to see which part of your budget is triggering the money leaks. That means the two of you will just have to sit down and look at the income and expenses for the past month or longer if you have that information. And as you look at your trouble spots, try to resist the temptation to blame one another. All it will do is get you two fighting each other instead of fighting the debt. The goal is to work together and to become debt-free. There are numerous ways to pay off your debt, but I'm just going to highlight two of the most popular ones. Uh, The first one is the debt snowball, where you pay off your debts based on the balance amount. And the second is the debt avalanche or debt stack, which has you paying based on the interest rate. The idea behind both methods is that the two of you are focusing on one debt at a time while taking care of the minimum on the others. And here's how it goes. You list all your non-mortgage debts, either by the balance or interest rate, depending on which one you pick out. You figure out how much extra money you can put towards paying off your debt. You pay the minimum payment on every debt except for the special one that you're going to attack first. You're going to use that extra money to pay down that one until it's completely gone. Now, once it's gone, you roll over that money into the next debt. So you have those extra payments plus the minimum balance. And you repeat and keep rolling over payments until all your debts are gone. That's it. You focus on one debt at a time until you become debt-free. Choosing the right debt payment method for you two. Even though the process is pretty much the same for both of them, you do have to make a decision on how you're going to pay the debt off. I believe for many couples, two of the biggest factors in deciding what works for them is how quickly can they get out of debt and what system are they most likely to keep. That means that two couples with identical amounts of debt may come up with two different approaches to it. And that's fine because the whole point of this is for you two to get out of debt. Just because you only have a little bit to throw out your debt right now doesn't mean that'll always be the case. One big advantage of having two people on board is that both of you can help speed up the process and build up your payments. It usually comes back to getting rid of needless expenses and gaining some extra income. When we were trying to pay off our car loan faster, we started with some relatively low-hanging fruit in our budget. Uh, We looked at our cable and internet bill, we looked at our cell phone bills, auto insurance, and eating out. If you're interested in getting more details on how we did that and were able to find hundreds of dollars in our budget, I'm going to include a link on the show notes so you can go to those posts. Now, every couple is different, so what worked for us may not work for you or may not appeal to you. But I just want to give you some ideas on how you can trim your budget. The last step is to make your payments as automatic as possible. I highly suggest you do that because it will be easier for you and it will help you reach your goals faster. You can bypass a lot of mistakes and relapses if you automate your credit card payments, card payments, etc. with online bill pay. Most banks and credit unions offer this feature for free. If yours doesn't, then you might want to go ahead and make a switch to a better one. And there you have it. Five steps to help you two get on the same page and pay off your debt faster. Next on the show, we're going to have Brian from Debt Discipline call in and share his story about how he and his wife paid off $100,000 of debt.
thanks, Brian, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story. And I think a lot of couples are in the same situation, but they have no idea where to start. I was looking at your last update. You guys have paid off almost $100,000 in debt. I know that's not an overnight process. What motivated you to go ahead on this big journey? Thank you. You know, thanks for having uh, having me. Well, what happened was we, we really were struggling with our finances, really just kind of day to day. And uh, we, we really kind of got to a point where we couldn't afford a summer vacation. And we were kind of in the planning mode for that back in the summer of 2010 and looking at whether we could um, afford it and whether we were going to put it on a credit card or or how we were going to pay for it and realized that we had maxed out um, all of our credit cards and basically had no wiggle room uh, anywhere and, and we didn't have any cash and we had maxed out all of our credit cards and just quickly realized that we had we had to make a change and you know we were met we have a six-figure income we had no money we had we had no cash and we had maxed out at the time five credit cards um so it was really kind of a rock bottom moment and and realized that you know we, we really needed to make a change or uh you know we really you know we just could not continue on the path we were with the money we were spending Obviously, you had to somehow get the numbers to know where you're starting from. How did you guys do that? Pen and paper, you know, log into all your accounts, or did you use uh, some online tool? I'm 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 still a, a big fan of just a, a simple Excel spreadsheet. I, I've looked at other tools, and you need a budget and uh, things like that. But I just always go back to an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the one. The first thing we did was just to really get organized to understand. Um, the money, our money, what, you know, what was our money coming in, uh, where, what was our money going out, how much debt we were in. Uh, and we, we were very surprised to see that we had over $109,000 worth of debt. Uh, and we really didn't understand where that, mo- what that money was spent on. Uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't have that much to show for it as far as, you know, we, we own a home, we, we, we had, uh, you know, two cars. Uh, but it wasn't like we were living, um, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of other toys. Uh, uh, so it was just, we were spending, uh, money on just our day to day, uh, our, you know, day to day life. Um, we have three children. Um, so we were spending it on just day to day things, just really overspending it on day to day things. Um, and so just like I said, we, we, we got things down on organized on a, on a, um, Excel spreadsheet. And then realized um, that we, we needed to make a change. We needed to cut, you know, cut some spending, um, you know, from, from, uh, from, you know, from our budget. Okay. And speaking of cutting spending in your budget, where did you initially find that um, debt payment uh, money? Well, one of the things we, we first did was just look at some luxury items in, in our budget, um, looking at uh, things like, uh, I, I had a satellite radio subscription uh, mm-hmm. because I, I commute to work, and, and that was a luxury item. That was a um, that was a want. It wasn't a need. Um, that was one of the things we canceled. Uh, we had a game a GameFly subscription for our kids. That's uh, it's kind of like a net Netflix uh, where they send uh, video games in the mail, and that was a monthly subscription. 
Uh, we we canceled that. Um, we looked at things like that. We looked at the money we were spending at yeah, eating out, things uh, like lunches. Uh, you know, instead of taking my lunch, I was buying lunch out. So we looked at just ways that we could cut um, and save money in our existing budget, and we we were able to do that. Um, so you know that was kind of the first the first phase, um, and then we were able to work with our creditors to be able to reduce the interest rate okay. um, on our credit cards. So we, I went to, we have a credit union. Um, uh, that's our, you know, we do all our banking through a local credit union mm-hmm. and they, and they offered a, um, some financial services. I had no idea. I've been a member of this credit union probably for 20 years and I had no idea that they offered uh, financial services, uh, counseling services. So I had contacted them. Uh, and they had put me in touch with a an agency, a non-for-profit agency, that helped me work with my creditors to lower my interest rates. So the five credit cards that I mentioned, I had interest rates that probably ranged from 10, 11, 12 percent up into 19, 20 percent. So they were able to work with those creditors with me to lower that to to uh, you know maybe one to two percent, so that more of the money that I was uh, paying on those credit cards was going towards the principal as opposed to interest. Okay. And how did you find out about that um, option with the credit union? Because I think a lot of people are in the situation where they've been banking at the same place, but they don't know all the services. That was part of the, um, once we hit, you know, once we knew we were in a in a bad spot with our budget and kind of, like I said, hit rock bottom, we, I, I started to reach out and try to seek information. Try to educate myself. I said, I realized there had to be a better way. I, you know, at first I thought there, there had to be some secret out there that I was missing all these years that, you know, that nobody taught me in college or in high school. Um, and that I just was overlooking. But as I, I reached out, you know, I, my first search was on the internet. Um, and I found some personal finance blogs. Uh, and I came across, uh, Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, I immediately went to the library and picked up his book, uh, Totally Money Makeover. And, and I said, I, f- I found some personal finance blogs. I s- started to try to collect as much information as I could. And I quickly realized that it was, uh, there was no secret to personal finance, that it is really common sense. It's, it's spend, you know, spend less than you make. And so I started in part of that research was I realized that even your own bank or credit union, uh, potentially offer services, and and that's what I did. I, I looked at the services that they offer and realized that my my own credit union that I've been with, like I said, for 20 years, offered um, some services, and and that's how I got in touch, you know, in touch with um, with the service. That's fantastic. You did mention something that I completely agree with. Personal finance, there aren't any magical secrets, but there's something that you and your family have done that is pretty amazing for a lot of people who haven't started on their journey. It's staying motivated. Let's just say like the first year is over. You guys have done a lot. How do you two, how does the whole family keep going knowing that there's still more out there, more debt to pay off? It's certainly a challenge when you first get started because it is a, it is a, it is a change from what you're used to because you're used to relying on, for at least for us, we were used to relying on credit cards when we didn't have the cash and we wanted something or we wanted to go out to eat or if there was an emergency, we used the credit cards to cover when, when we didn't have cash. 
Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a change for us uh, in our mindset and our in our habits. But it, it got easier as it as it went along, and we really stayed mo- and we continue to stay motivated by looking at the end goal, realizing what our lives would be at the end with having the cash that we were using today to pay off our debt, and having that free cash every month to be able to put towards savings and a, a larger uh, emergency fund, mm-hmm. uh, putting towards retirement. Uh, and just putting towards some um, life lifestyle inflation, being able to go out to dinner when we want, and and having the cash to do that, being able to save for a vacation, and not having to you know worry about putting it on a credit card. So keep looking at that end goal and saying once we get there, with the income that we have, we'll be able to basically do what we want when we want. It really makes a lot of sense and really kept um, the whole family uh, motivated. That's great. Thank you. So you're you're motivated. You guys keep focusing. I know you started with the low-hanging fruit. You were talking about luxury subscriptions, things you don't need. How did you pare back? I'm assuming you know, you pared back and the, that money grew. rest of your budget, was it gradual or did you decide, okay, well, we did this. Let's tackle this next month. Well, I, I think, you know, it's probably as you realize that even looking at your own budget, there's always so much you can cut. Mm-hmm. So the other option for us was to try to increase our income. So at the time, my wife um, was not working. Um, so she she ended up going back to work and to, to increase our income so that we had more money to be able to put on our debt snowball and, you know, and throw out our debt. So that was really continuing to stay focused on the cutbacks that we made, you know, staying, uh, you know, cooking meals at home and, and brown bagging lunch and then in, increasing our income. And so my wife started uh, with a you know, part-time job, you know, maybe 15, 20 hours a week. And then that grew into uh, another position at, with another company where she's uh, now today almost almost full-time. She works somewhere around 35 hours a week. Okay. So, you know, so, so we were just able to continue to build and add more money to the snowball and just gain more momentum as, as we went. My last question is for those who've decided, okay, enough is enough. We really want to get out of debt. Is there any tips or advice you want to pass on to them to get them started? The main thing is, you know, the first step is to become organized. I mean, that was key for us having just putting our, our information down on paper or for us, like I said, an Excel spreadsheet, just understanding the big picture, how much money's coming in, how much money's going out, just understanding, you know, where you are and being organized in it, that that's, that's important. You know, and then from there you can develop your plan. And then, you know, one of the, the key things is just really understanding uh, and prioritizing uh, needs over want. You know, that was a big thing for us, cutting out these, what I, you know, like, like I, what I like to call luxury items, um, these things that were, we were spending money on that we really didn't need. Um, and then to focus on paying off our debt and getting to a position that in the future, if, if, if we do want these things, we'll, we'll have the cash to pay for them and not, you know, living beyond our means. Well, thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate your time here talking about the progress you guys made. Congratulations again. You've done a fantastic job and I can't wait to get an update from you when everything is done and cleared. Great. Thanks very much. Thank you so much.
I'm so happy Brian came on the show to share his story. Not only did he tackle the hows behind the finances and the numbers, I thought he did a wonderful job showing how it's possible to tackle a huge amount of debt as a couple. He did mention that his tool of choice is Excel, and I agree, it is very handy to have a spreadsheet. When we started our finances, that's what we used. And eventually, we just went online with it, with Google Drive, so we can update and share it with one another easily. I'll include in the show notes a link to a very helpful uh, debt snowball template that you can use if that's the route you want to go. There are several ways you could figure out how much debt you're in and find out the balances to everything. You can always dig through your bills or maybe you're online and you log in into all your accounts to get the data you need. But there is a way that you can streamline the process so the two of you can get an accurate snapshot and have a quick and easy way to track your progress later on. Two tools that I've used are Ready for Zero and Mint. Ready for Zero is specifically designed to get you out of debt. Their award-winning basic financial tools are free. You can track and manage your path to financial freedom, get notifications on due dates so you don't have to pay late fees, and there is mobile support. There's also an optional premium upgrade. It's about uh, 10 or $15 a month that allows you to automate all your payments so that I'll save you time so you can focus on things that matter most to you. Mint is more of a general use tool that'll help you track your finances. While paying off debt isn't the main function of Mint, it does have a goal feature that can help you do that. Basically, you'll come up with a monthly payment plan and Mint will track your progress. They'll send you weekly updates and if something goes wrong, you'll get a text or an email from them. There are plenty of other tools, but those are the ones I've used. If you have any questions about them, just go ahead and email me. But don't get too hung up on what tool you use. Just pick something that fits your style. You want to make sure that you're comfortable with it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this premiere episode. Show notes are up at couplemoneypodcast.com, including the tools that you can use so you can tackle your debt as a teen. If you have any questions or topics that you want covered in future episodes, or maybe you just want to let me know what you think about this episode, please email me at l. That's E-L-L-E at CoupleMoneyPodcast.com. Please check out Brian's latest progress on his blog at DebtDiscipline.com. If you'd like to get this weekly podcast sent to you as the new episodes come up, please subscribe. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you prefer your own player, I also have the RSS feed on CoupleMoneyPodcast.com. Thank you again for listening. I hope you join us next episode. We'll be discussing how to talk about money with your spouse when the two of you have different takes on it. Take care.